Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everyone had a good day today. Not a great day in the market today, but it could have been worse. Dow Jones was down over 400 points at one point before closing down at two, down 282 at 35,343. Uh, that's down about eight tenths of 1%. Uh, almost exact same thing in Rust, excuse me, uh, SP 500, down 31 points at 4448. NASDAQ down uh, nine tenths of 1%, led the way lower among our big caps. Uh, down uh, 137 points at 14.656, and Russell 2000 was our biggest loser on the day percentage-wise, down 1.2 percent. I'm going a little faster today because I've got a couple important things to cover, and um, I want to get right to that. What a uh, what a last what a last uh, few days, huh? What what uh, you know in chaos theory, um, you know uh, it says that everything moves faster. And certainly the time we're seeing everything has moved faster in modern day chaos theory. Uh, the last 20 years, what a shit show it's been. Uh, without question, the worst 20 years in American history. 9-11, weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. Afghanistan war, Iraq war. Of course, now Afghanistan war has come full circle, as did the Iraq war. Uh, what a disaster of a retreat from our coward of a President Joe Biden. Uh, you, you just can't put into words. How awful this is. Uh, what's just happened in Afghanistan. Imagine just being a veteran, a uh, family of veteran, uh, not just in the U.S., folks, but, but Afghanistan as well. Uh, Afghanistan lost 80,000 uh, members of their security force to this war over the last 20 years. We've lost about, uh, about 2,000 just in Iraq alone. Um, and this guy gives a 10-minute address. Uh, and then without questions, walks away, goes back on vacation. Without, he hasn't even spoken to world leaders. Has not spoken to world leaders. Um, everyone's got a lot of questions. We don't have the answers, but uh, we'll keep working there. We'll get there. Uh, but again, a, a terrible 20 years. We're due for a much better 20 years. We're eternal optimists here. We think that's going to happen. We do remain very bullish in the markets, but in the short term, you know, we've got some hurdles to, to, to get over first. Uh, as you may have uh, heard yesterday, we did. Uh, we reduced our uh, our VR investing system. Went down from ten of twelve screens bullish to nine of twelve screens bullish. The reasons: uh, seasonality. This is not a great time to be in the markets uh, after this week, August to the end of September, third third fourth week of September is the worst investment period for investors going back to nineteen fifty. So it's uh, you see a lot of uh, volatility typically that takes place in this period. We saw it today. The VIX is up 11% today. And the Eternals, I don't know what to say except they've been crappy, really, really crappy. Now for the better part of 12 weeks, uh, that it continued again today. At some point, the markets just really can't keep going higher unless the Eternals begin to improve. Uh, some things that we're noticing here, um, we see the... Um, uh, two things I'll just point out. There's a lot of things taking place here. Uh, but, for example, yesterday we had an all-time high in the SP 500 and Dow Jones. But at the same time, NASDAQ had 281 stocks hitting new 52 be close. That never happened before, uh, going back to 1978 when NASDAQ records began being kept. Also yesterday, uh, and I've got some things on today as well, of course, but also yesterday, uh, 83 stocks were up more than 4%, again, with all-time highs yesterday. 83 stocks were up more than 4%, but we had 604 stocks that were down more than 4%, again, at all-time highs. Very odd things happening here. Typically, this is resolved with a whoosh lower. 
right, with a capitulation type event. And that's what we are looking for here. Again, we remain very bullish, medium to long term. We have some real concerns about the short term and the macro environment with this Biden administration uh, completely coming unglued. It's just not good. Our, internals, our, our enemies are certainly watching and paying attention here. Uh, but when you see news like Friday's consumer confidence readings, that just uh, uh, collapsed. And then we saw the worst empire manufacturing survey on Monday, uh, the worst drop we'd ever seen in the history of the sentiment survey. Uh, that tells you we're, we're in the Obama economy. We're in the Obama. This is Obama's third term. This is the Obama's third term. This is the Biden economy. This is the playbook. We've been talking about this for some time. We should not be surprised by any of this. We're going to continue to see lower and lower growth, which is why there won't be any Fed tapering. Certainly not next year in the year of midterms. Anyone that thinks the Fed is going to taper, now they may try to taper, but the first time the markets drop 5%, well, they will stop that immediately because they can't do anything to hurt Democrats' chances of winning next year in the midterms. Take that one to the bank, people. Take it to the bank. It's amazing to me that we don't have more, more, I don't know, maybe Wall Street people can't see the trees from the forest. I do not know why they're so blinded by this. This is one of those Captain Obvious points. It's staring you right in the face. Um, the economy is slowing. We see it everywhere we look now. It's going to take much more stimulus. We'll have more stimulus, not less. We'll have more QE, not less. It is QE infinity. This is our new system of financial engineering. It is here to stay until it blows up. Now, question is, when's that going to be? Well, we're writing a new book about that now, and it's probably a lot longer off than people think. We do remain very bullish for a number of years. It's a structural bull market. It's led by liquidity, unprecedented liquidity, surging corporate earnings. That's not going to change. And it's led by inflation. Inflation forces stock prices higher. They must go higher in a period of inflation. There's a few assets you want to own in a period of inflation. Real estate, stocks, gold and silver, Bitcoin, those are the places that people have to be. And, of course, come join us, and we'll tell you exactly where those places are at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com, and you can get the little uh, little pump in there every now and then. Saw some very interesting things out of China I want to cover just quickly as well. Um, wow. Smart people, smart people outside of Kip and Tyler are saying that Chinese stocks are uninvestable. Uninvestable. We are in that camp. Uh, uh, this morning, Gary Gensler the SEC chair came out with the strongest warnings yet to investors saying that uh, there will be no, this was not really new news, that we're not going to have any new Chinese listings in the U.S. Uh, that's kind of been out there for a while. But then he dropped the big bomb. The big bomb is when he told people, folks, you may only think that you own a Chinese stock. That's not the way these companies are structured according to Chinese investment law. You may only own a piece of something that may be a Chinese stock, and it may be nothing at all that you own. It could be air. Now, that's not Gensler's words. That's my word. But, but essentially, he said, buyer beware. Know what you own, because if you own a Chinese stock, it's not what you think it was. Folks, we are not – we recommend no ownership at all in China. Uh, this could be, as Tyler covered in depth yesterday, this very well could be the beginning of, uh, of, 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 of something very much like what Japan went through when Japan thought they were taking over the world. I remember this pretty well. I was just getting out of college. Everybody was teaching Japanese management skills, right? Uh, if you had a kid, 
many families were teaching their kids Japanese because they were taking over the world. They were the number two economy. They were sure as shooting going to be, become the number one global economy because they had figured things out. And then like that, the real estate market started to implode. Like that, the stock market started to implode. All of a sudden, all the things they bought in the U.S., the assets they brought all over the world, started dropping in value. And they had to start liquidating. The Nikkei Dow went up losing 75% over 19 years. We'll call it 20 years to round up. Two lost decades. 19, 75% drop in their, in their market. And they had a 19-year bear market in real estate. Real estate prices in Japan did not rise for 19 straight years. And again, they were thought to be impenetrable. It was the safest real estate on the planet, we were told. Does that not sound like China? Well, China thought they were taking over the world. Xi has been telling people this is what they're going to do, right? With their multi-decade playbook. Now they have our attention. Maybe it took coronavirus insanity to get our attention, spreading a global pandemic that they manufactured in their own labs. Maybe it took that to wake us up. But I think, I think we're onto a story here, folks. There could be a lot of money being made on the short side in China with some really good short-term trades as well to the upside when things get too oversold. But uh, be careful with China stock, Chinese stocks. We are in the camp that says they are uninvestable at this time. A um, couple of notes also. I got I to just wait, make one more note about, about this, this clown, this coward we have in the Oval Office. Uh, wh what a disgrace. Uh, it, inside of 10 minutes yesterday, he threw our military under the bus, called the Afghan military cowards. Again, 80,000 have been killed that we trained. And then we're back on vacation where we have life-threatening hostage situations for Americans throughout Afghanistan happening throughout the country. It's incredible they rigged an election for this guy. It, 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 is, it is just stunning. And I know we, we're, we're all in agreement on this, but I think, again, you try to see the silver lining here. The silver lining that I see is that, is that America is being red-pilled. The entire country is being red-pilled. And that's, that could be a very good thing longer term. You know, we could be at the very bottom of, uh, of what has been this awful two decades and then, uh, uh, and then becoming, coming out of it stronger than before. So we're continuing to look for evidence of that, but we have to kick communism out of this country. And it right now is endemic throughout universities, throughout much of corporate America. You know, we have to start calling it what it is. Communists trying to take over our country, just like the Taliban took over Afghanistan over 20 years. It's happening in the U.S. with communism now. We're going to call it like we see it. You keep calling it like you see it. And this is how the good people win, right? We don't cower uh, to what we see as the truth. We, we talk about it, you know, and we, uh, we bring it to people's attention. And that's why we, we so appreciate you joining us on these podcasts here. A couple of notes on the market today as well um, of, of interest. As Tyler reminded me for the cast, he tracks this stuff very closely. We had new all-time highs today in um, consumer staples, all-time highs today in uh, healthcare, uh, XLB, the ETF there. And uh, we're all obviously right there for utilities. Again, lower rates, utilities go up, the largest borrowers capital in the country. We also saw some interest today in the biotech. We follow this group pretty close. We have a position in it. And um, XBI, the large cap biotech ETF, when the market, when the Dow Jones was down today after the open, about 350 points, all of a sudden, XBI went green. It turned positive, finished up today 1.6%. I bring this up today because, yes, we have a position, but this group has been destroyed. This is one of the sectors that has been beaten down, beaten down. It continues to make up. 
the new 52-week load list is made up of big cat biotechs. And now it was the first group to turn green today. That is something you look for as a contrarian. You go, okay, that's that, that. This is what we see, want to see more of. The average stock is down over 10% in the last three months. I think it could be a lot more than that. We've been, this market's been held up by large cap only. And so when you start seeing these sectors that have been beaten up start to turn, that is an interesting indication that something, a bottoming process is beginning to take place here. And that's what we want to see, especially going into this, uh, the, the Jackson Hole uh, meeting with the Federal Reserve, the 26th and the 28th. We're looking for buying opportunities going into that anxiety-filled event. Whenever the, whenever the Federal Reserve, whenever they get together for a party, it's always bad news. You do not want to see them party together. Bad things come of it. That's August 26th and 28th. It's not far away now. Again, we're looking for buying opportunities. In our sector-wide, excuse me, in internals today, again, this is what we're seeing more of. F frankly, these numbers could have been worse today. These numbers could have been worse today. We had uh, three, I'm going to call it three to one, okay? Three to one negatives. Uh, but again, the market got slaughtered today. You know, uh, this is pretty much what we've seen when the market was going up, if I'm being honest. Not quite not quite this bad, but uh, three to one, bands decline, negative. Three to one, up, down, volume, negative. A little bit better than NASDAQ. Uh, not quite two to one on volume, negative there. But our 52-week highs and lows, check this out. 144 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to 436 hitting new 52-week lows. Again, 436 stocks hit new 52-week lows today. Wow, we're a day away from all-time highs. Folks, that's not healthy. This is not healthy action. In our sector watch today, we had uh, seven sectors finished lower, four finished higher, led to the downside by consumer discretionary. Again, hit an all-time high at the open and then backed off from that down 2.3%. Again, these are all defensive stocks. Look at these groups hitting highs, right? Healthcare, defensive. Consumer discretionary, defensive. Utilities, defensive. They're telling you, this is Obama part three. We always knew it. We suspected it. When, we re when, when Biden got elected, everybody said, this is the re-election, the third term of, of Barack Obama. We're starting to see it in the markets and the economy right now, folks. Um, it just uh, is something we noticed a while back. And uh, this is happening now. And it's going to have major ramifications for the markets going forward. Again, a lot more QE, a lot more stimulus. Structural bull market continues. But, but get ready for slower growth and get ready for what we saw for eight years from Hussein. Uh, what else today? In our, um, oh, let's do uh, our commodity watch today. Again, love this group to here. This this group has got to be owned. We're talking about physical gold and silver. Uh, down today, but the gold at 1787, down 275 an ounce. Uh, silver, down 14 cents an ounce at 2364. These are inflationary assets that must be owned here. You say, Kip, why haven't they done anything? Well, this group is heavily manipulated, has been for a long, many decades, really, from the uh, major money center banks globally, of course, Federal Reserve. They can't see gold. They can't allow it to break higher because of what it tells the planet about our financial system. If gold was $5,000 an ounce now, folks, everybody would be freaking you-know-what out. They can't let that happen. But manipulation always loses in the end. And uh, we, uh, this is the time you want to be buying gold and silver. Central banks are doing it hand over fist. Uh, you're seeing more and more people begin to build positions here. Uh, again, Bitcoin's easier, but this one makes more sense. Uh, buy physical gold and silver. 
Uh, silver, again, down 14 cents to 2304. Copper, and it's holding its value, isn't it? it that's really what these what gold and silver are meant to do, is hold their value, true value, against runaway inflation. And we're certainly seeing that now uh, with all this uh, uh, currency and, uh, uh, debasement that's taking place. Copper, down 10 cents an ounce again. Here we go. Copper down to 431. We're seeing a move lower in all the base metals. All the inflationary assets are going lower now that we've seen hyperinflation now. We're seeing lower de lower, lower demand from a slowing economy, right? Copper, uh, same thing, down 10 cents a pound today. Oil today, here we go again, slowing the economy, down 50 cents a, a barrel at 66.55. And uh, finally, Bitcoin, um, down 990 right now, trading at 45,111. Folks, as always, appreciate you joining us here. Hope you had a great day, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.